Hey there, you're welcome to Founders Connect, a show where I have conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and operators in Africa. This is the right show for you to be listening to if you love behind the scenes stories about people, their careers, and not your businesses. My name is Pissy Timmy, and I'm very, very, very delighted to be your host. You can follow this conversation on social media, hashtag Founders Connect. You can watch the video of each episode on my YouTube channel at PCTME or just search for Founders Connect on YouTube to find the playlist. Also, please share this podcast, subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, leave a rating, and you know, share it, hashtag Founders Connect. Enjoy the episode. And today I'm having a conversation with a serial entrepreneur. He has done Tech Points. And now he's doing talent cure. Maybe you have a team for companies that start with letter T. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so let's have a conversation today and learn as much as we can about Adewale and his journey. Hi, Adewale. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm very excited to meet you and just like learn about everything you've been building so far. Thank you so much. I mean, we're here. You're doing an amazing job as well. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, guys, let's get into the video. Um, how, what's, what's your background like? Like, where did you come from? Literally, <laughs> what's the story behind who you are today? How did, where did you grow up? What's your family like? Like, give us the true background story. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you again. Um, so, for me, I mean, I used to be on the other side. <laughs> I know. So, uh, for this, my background, hmm, kind of bad for. A bit weird background that's different because uh, I was born and raised in Ibadan. Mm. So, I uh, my family, so my father is like as a business, uh, which I think now I know better, you understand. And I think I got the entrepreneurship blood flowing through that sure place, him. and mm. also my mother, a trader, a pet trader, and stuff. And so there were, I went to secondary school, Loyola College, Ibadan. Then later, when uh, it got to his time, my parents didn't have money to send me to university. I love education a mm. lot. I just wanted to go to school. So I, I think I left home before I was like 17 years. Wow, Started to be on my own. Yeah, yeah. So, and my father paid something. I kind of harassed him to pay something for me, which actually helps. So, which was phone repairing so mm. and also there's something about him he just loved this education so computer was just coming on or this mainframe every mm-hmm. other since then and he got me enrolled uh but we couldn't move forward so years later i was repairing phone and so i get bored easily so when i'm doing something and i'm at the peak of it i stop yeah so i love stuff that challenge me every time so that was the background. Then I think I made some weird decision then. There was a time I got a job at a filling station. So if you're living in Ibadan and you a job will pay you ten thousand naira's at then. Mm. It was a big it was a big money. I can't imagine. And in Ibadan, you understand yeah. how, how many opportunities were there. And I submitted my application for that job. But the same day they gave me that offer, a woman just came and she has a computer, uh, what's it called, cyber cafe. Mm. She was opening up and she was looking for someone that would do it. And 
she said she would pay $2,500. I mean, Naira, sorry, I think <laughs> in dollars she? now. Sorry. <laughs> so, Naira, you understand? Then, but I love computer. I just wanted to work with computer. So then, you took that job over the 10K yeah, one? That same day. Both of the jobs came the same day then. Everyone, my sisters, everyone ignored me where I was staying because they thought I was mad. And that started my journey of curiosity mm. and a lot of taking risk. I remember I left Ibadan with just a thousand in my pocket mm. coming to Lagos just one way. Uh, it was from that job because the woman didn't even pay me my full salary. <laughs> she paid me one five that time. So you said to I eat used yeah. So thing. I had the five hundred in my pocket for a very long time as well. So I came to Lagos. We we're hustling like, you know, really also like we're just hustling. Nothing, nothing like close to sleeping outside, sleeping in shanties and empty places. But so I got a security job everything but you know that was the background but for me it was an interesting one because i live in my head there's something mm. i do i have a place in my head i go to even now that i'm running business when things are not working i just go to that place and i go to the future fast track the future why am i doing this what's this going to be so that was the background but i came to lagos i eventually enrolled in school and i got admitted admission so i wanted to do like a part-time kind of thing so i remembered a friday i supposed to pay for my school fees that was last student and i supposed to pay for my school fees and i didn't pay because i hate staying at banks queue long yeah. queue and stuff then on a sunday someone was kind of sharing messages in church the church was unlucky here and was saying oh tech is going to be the future everyone <laughs> should learn how to code some some of those interesting stuff and you know my church is a lot of work to do yeah i mean mm. it's lucky children yeah, are okay <laughs> but we i was just listening and i wasn't even part of people we were talking to because i was just on the corner then after the message i went to a meeting like can i do this he said yes and he started he said he asked everyone to send him an email mm. i was the only one that sent him that email. right you understand because i was just curious and this person is now uh is james Fowe. so you know james yeah. Fowe. so he's now he was my mentor then so i sent him message and he guided me i went to naira land then started learning how to program on phone then I kept my school fees and I was going, I was trying to ask people for advice. You know, everyone said, go to school. Then, you know, you just have to go to school. Yeah. Then I eventually used my school fees to buy my first laptop. <laughs> so, <laughs> because he told his friend not to give me money, he said I must use my own money. So mm. I used my first school fees to buy my first laptop and that was the journey. I was learning. I Did you remember. eventually like get school fees and go to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's another journey. So uh, I started learning programming, some of those things. Nairland was very useful. Mm. And now I made, some people I made friends there. I still know them today that taught me program. I eventually went to school, uh, got another admission to go to University of Ibadan. I think I was even in 500 level something before I even dropped out. Because <laughs> you got like the... <laughs> because I got to a time that I realized I might not be able to graduate. Reason being, I became a rebel. From the anytime we have classes, I always challenge the the, everything. 
even when you give me exams because you the, a lot of curriculum that they were using are obsolete mm -hmm. these things are not relevant so and but 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 that was the story and uh, it was an interesting journey because then i was doing a lot of program joined some free program at mit Harvard, some of those things and I promised myself then I'm going to eventually build a school. And now we're building alternative schools. Yeah, that's what I said. We're coming there. <laughs> so we're coming there. So, but, but that was my background. It was an interesting journey. I just moved from, you understand, just hanging around, just doing stuff. And it shows your way to technology. Like, there's no one way to technology. You just, my story is like, oh, if you hang around a lot at the barber shop, you get haircut. Mm. because that was what happened and mm. i was now part of the genesis when everyone was putting startup together when everyone was cco i knew when it was start it started so that kind of just went from there yeah so how at what point did tech points now say you know what i want to do this whole media firm kind of thing so um after then you know i've done series of just leaving my job <laughs> to pursue what I wanted and people have ignored me even my family then everybody just realized that this guy is just, mad yeah. because <laughs> you'll be doing well somewhere you just leave your job like this is where you want to go and so when I was doing programming when I was writing I, I realized like I wasn't the best programmer mm. you understand we I work for a company as a programmer as like a something I mean I earned money as a programmer, <laughs> but I wasn't the strongest. So then there was this Otech bit. There's Otech bit, which is a media outlet mm -hmm. uh, run by my Oga then. One of my Oga was working part-time for, and he said, I asked him and he said, oh, I can post on the platform. Then I remember my writing then, I just put everything together, rubbish, but I had editor. So the editor, Nubi Kayode was actually my editor mm. then. He eventually became my editor and we all worked together. And that was where I realized I love information. Right. Because my I'm a curious person. I love to know about something first and I love to tell people. You understand? Because I'm a salesperson, like this is what I want. So then i became a blogger i became an oem blogger and i was i made a lot of networks from there i'm always going to this meetup i was always going everywhere yeah. i was always going I've everywhere seen some old photos of you i know and i speak photography up as well do you understand i picked camera up i started taking pictures and that was it that was why almost everybody that was in the space, I had their picture. When my <laughs> Marquesian, yeah. Shola Nestra, GB, everybody, when they were taking their picture, I was the one that took it then. But, you know, then it was a tough time. We were talking about 2012, 2011. So tech wasn't what it is today, you understand? But we all knew each other because all of us we were just in the city of mm. And even the guys that go to work, they're still at tech bro, tech system. We still come back to developer Parapo at CCO. So that was how we built the relationship and that was it. So the Otech beat, so I was at Otech beat as a blogger, OEM. Mm -hmm. And I think that was when I first traveled out as well for the first time. It was exciting <laughs> covering uh, Nokia story then in Abu Dhabi. Then 
I realized this is what I wanted to do. But I later, when the platform was kind of going down, the, I think the east, so the platform was sold to like the tech about guys then. So I left, then I took, I went fully into photography. Right. I was a photo wedding photographer, documentary photographer, and I still have, I still do a lot of photography. Really? I you realized, would now? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I hardly should now. You understand? <laughs> but one's a photographer. Always on. So I enjoyed the photography. I went into photography. Then one day, there was a story I did then when I was on TechBeat of one of my friend, Abiola Game so. And the story really went viral. And he told me, like, wait, dude, why don't you come back? I said, I have a plan to come back to media, and especially reporting, tech reporting. And no, no, first, I came back one day and I couldn't read any information. I just mm. wanted to know what are people doing and stuff. Then that was the time I met Abiola as well. He said, why don't you come back? He said, oh, I said, yeah, I would like to come back. He said, yeah, we can do this together. He invests, he said, we invest in something like that. Another story for another day. but. I think, so I came back, that was early 2014. Mm -hmm. Then I built content to Odun Opigives, was actually my first editor <laughs> that joined me there. Wow. So, and that was how we built the content we now launched in 2015. Uh, yeah, so goes the story. I remember the first time. So I didn't know what was working for us. Right. So when we started, I realized like, the first week, because we launched on 1-1-2015, one, one, mm -hmm. first day first of the day month, day. while people were doing Happy New Year, Get I was at launch. the back of the server, go live. So, and the story we did, our server was crashing. I remember I would be in the Bay RT troubleshooting on my laptop, like with the server, because we were just buying small, small host, mm. uh, host servers at then. Then, that was the first time we did uh, Jobberman office, office mm -hmm. tour. So the, what they point out to now, which is, this is their office tour, yeah. the people see office. I didn't know like, that was the first time you can see a Nigerian company's office. Right. Before, the pictures on the internet would be Google or Facebook, no, Facebook wasn't in the country, or Microsoft. Microsoft. But then, a startup, people see a startup, I realize people say, oh, this is not a scam. There's actually a company behind Jobberman, and it was a good PR, and the server crashed because the traffic we had then was crazy. Mm. Then I did some interviews with the founders as well. I took pictures, and they were uh, like Forbes-style pictures. I remember I did Ace, which was uh, Tunde Kende and the co-founder then, and it was amazing. I was at, it was February, early February, I was at Social Media Week, and someone said, oh, I love your picture. The second person, I love the picture. Third person realized, like, pictures was one of our selling points. Right. So it the wasn't visual part content. of it, exactly. The visual part of it. And you go to the site, you see a lot of content. I remember I was do, I would do interview during the day with pictures at night, or do and I would do the editing at night and all those things uh, before I now got Muiwa to join us and mm. everything. But then that was the story. So that was how the media, that was how TechPoint started. But yeah. So before you left TechPoint, right, what was the biggest win for you? So I'm very hard to impress. So, and uh, even for myself, I expect a lot from myself. So I can't look at one thing I said, this is my biggest win. 
and I don't know, I think entering the industry and finding a space for myself is still one of the mm. wins that I still appreciate till today. Mm. You understand? Like, you just realize, like, the, you don't need to go as a developer. You understand? I remember someone actually told me then, like, see, you look at this building, these guys, these developers, they're going to be amazing, they're going to be big in different companies, and you are just going to be the guy helping them carry something for them and stuff. You understand? Like, just, like, buying food and stuff for them. Yeah. But looking at it, having just a channel, so now be doing what I'm doing excites me. You yeah. understand? And I think that's my major win, and that was my foundational win. Yeah, eventually for yourself. On. Yeah, that's that's very 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 important. Um, what? So I mean, by the time when you started, it was you and Odu and Abiola, and then when you were came, that sounds like four people at the very early stages. Yeah, and by the time you left Tech Point, you were like how many? Yeah. <laughs> so I think the team is around twenty now or something. I mean, then, so wow. when I was leaving. And so a lot of things happen at the early stage, you understand? So there are a lot of people do stuff. So it became Muya, myself and Muya. Mm. Just myself and Muya. I remember during the day, we would do the shoot, we would take pictures, do everything. At night, we would transcribe, we would do everything. It was both of us. I, even then, when we want to interview some people, I remember some people, we even, they won't open their door to us. They will even give us a lot of attitude. But now we had to forget all this because you understand, when you now mention that point name, opens a lot of doors. But at the early stage, it was it bitter. Was, yeah. it was tough, but we persist. Amazing. What would you say is like your biggest lesson so far, just building tech point from that place where it was just like, oh, we have a blog and then, oh, we're shooting videos and we're taking pictures and to so this media empire, like when people think about tech blogs in Africa, mm. tech point is easily one of the top three, right? When people are thinking, of, oh, I want to launch something, I want mm. news, tech point is easy. Like, so to come from that grand zero of let's even experiment to where it is now, what was like the biggest lesson that you've taken away from that experience? Mm. So for me, uh, I think, People, believing in people is mm. one of the most important things. It's very tough. Reality is always very tough uh, when you're building relationship. Because there are some people you look at like, I should punch you or <laughs> something like that. But you, when you look down the line, they come back to help you. And that's one thing I've learned to build. It's very tough. And I think that's the most important lesson. Because there are some people that when we were building tech point, the relationship doesn't make sense. Mm. Well, it makes sense now when we're building talent cure and so that's one one of my most important lessons like relationship is tough it's hard it's tedious but when you build it it works you can be anywhere and a lot of things just works for you because people can you can call on people and people can answer. Sometimes my team knows whenever they want to use my phone, anyone they want to reach out to, they know I have the contact. <laughs> you understand? So mention the person's name. I now become a thing where I become a person, like when you're looking for connect, That's people just think, you understand? But when I was building now I know. stuff, <laughs> I know. So when I was building the relationship, similar to what you're building, it's very tough. You understand? Yeah. Because time wasting, uh, time waste, some people waste your time. A lot of things happen. And then imagine some people that shut the door on us because we're nowhere. And some people then are competitive. 
doctors then because they have a relationship. You understand? They were just there. But these people will still celebrate you. Mm. You just need to understand that a lot of things they're doing is not personal. You understand? It's just the way they understand it at that time. A lot of people used to be angry with that. Even my co-founder, <laughs> now my wife, she's always angry why I still have a relationship with some people. But they, it helps. Mm. You understand? It might not be today. And for example, let me give you an example. There was one relationship I had that actually work for me after five years my i i mean i mentioned you we eventually saw it on the video <laughs> my lead investor now from believable at our precede the first time both of us met each other it was we we kind of wasted each other's time because hmm. it was it wasn't a fruitful meeting right we we're just looking at each other like this <laughs> we met in person i went to his office we chatted a bit and stuff and that was it but we left on a good time. Five years later, when he heard I was doing something, just, oh, that guy, boo, boo, boo. And we talk, and drop think. money. You understand? Because when you build, but if you use that and you drop those things on people, doesn't make sense. Because when you are building, what I have now is relationship. Mm -hmm. And that relationship I've built over time, I use it to build. Talent you all now. You understand? Anything, even have a font now going forward, I'll use it as well. So relationship sticks with you for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing, one lesson I really learned. And I think it's even my superpower. Ah, yeah. nice. I mean, I think this is the second time you're hinting on it already because you said something that um, what your biggest win with tech point was building a channel for yourself. And that's what you're now building upon yeah. right now. Yeah. So it's like, I have this platform and then I have the relationships. And exactly. that's like the foundation to go to do anything exactly. that I want to do. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. So how did Talent Cure come? I mean, we when people think about Talent Cure, like, oh, they're doing what Andela was trying to do. But I mean, we see that, oh, Andela ended up not like, the way it started, it's not exactly the way it is right now. And they had to lay a lot of people off. And one would think that because of all of that, nobody wants like dive into that kind of business model right now. But then next thing we know, Right, Adiwale is like mm. quitting tech points and saying, you know, I want to go and do this. Like, what, what was, what sparked the idea, and then how did you build your co-founding team? So le let me start some by saying something. So I want to give credit to the Andela team. Mm. You understand, Jeremy and his team, they did an amazing job. Yeah. And this is something I tell him whenever we had a opportunity to call, talk, and also the impact they created in the African market before they move to the global market. It's yeah. amazing. So I'll start with that. And we're big, we're different from Andela, mm. you understand? And what we, when, this problem, I've been trying to solve it since 2018. Wow. So in 2018, I took a trip to, I did, so November is always my birthday. And I, I took a trip the whole month i always like to travel around that time and i went to europe and one of we did an event as well in berlin and i realized that for developers the developers that came these guys are amazing mm. they have their work permit they're not beggars on the street they're not running from people and they're leading teams and they perform very well i just came back with an idea then like i wanted to build more of these people even ship them out right that was the idea like let's ship more out because you like it or not even the first 
small run that we did for Talent Cure that we did without with just calls. They were the one I was reaching out to. Mm. And they're the one helping our program now because they are mentoring other developers on the continent. Yeah. And I came back, but you know, live, you get to a place and you go back. If you're bootstrapping, which is, was what, what we were doing with Tech Point, which is what we are yeah. still doing, you get to focus on payroll. Right. Similar to living from paycheck. <laughs> it just, and I forgot about the idea. There was even a startup that was doing something similar. I wanted to go to South Africa to intern with them and I let it go. You know, life come back. And when Focus you are, on the hustle thing. Yes, also when you talk to some people, they just discourage you. Not like they discourage you directly. You just see why it won't work. Mm. Then that, uh, that was it. Then when the pandemic started, I realized like, hmm, let me tell you the truth. The honest truth was, I was planning to step down right. from Tech Point then. My, I was planning to take the back seat from like April. Why? Tech Point don't need me any longer. Mm. I have amazing team that are doing the amazing job. So I became just collecting their salary. <laughs> so I became a bit useless to them and so, COVID hit like close to the end of November, uh, February. Mm -hmm. I remember our first case was 27th because mm. we had an event on 28th and a day before. And that was it. Yeah, so I wanted to step down. But the moment COVID came, I started looking for to uh, what should we do. And I eventually stepped down. Mm. Then I became useless to <laughs> myself, to my wife. I was just playing PS4. You understand? Like, you go to a time like me and my wife would be fighting on it. Because you wake up, you sleep, you're just you playing PS4. PS4. Then I went to, I took a trip to Ife to see the owner of Ife. Mm. He requested to meet me for some things. And then I went there and I met some amazing team that came from Ife. He was even shocked that these people came to meet to me. Meet Not just him. They said, oh, do you want to meet Kabiyas? They said, no, I was the one. And they waited for like four hours. So when I met them, I realized that my idea then so is valid. Why don't we train these smart people? You understand? That was what I wanted to do. Then I started with the idea. I remembered I spoke with some people. It wasn't possible. Then I spoke with Okwe, my co-founder. Mm -hmm. And he said, dude, I mean, <laughs> you understand? Send your account number. And I was like, what? And I sent my account number. I sent, he sent a million naira then. And I was like, oh, okay. I went to meet him. I was like, are you sure I'm not a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Then we started with the idea. We talked to people. We, we did the first 25,000 checks that we raised. And that, I said, I'm going to raise this money without getting a single pitch deck hmm. in less than a week. Then the second one, the when we were doing precede, we didn't even have any traction. Nothing, no block, nothing, <laughs> no idea. And we didn't even have a website. <laughs> so then we raised three, over 300. But people that bet on us bet because we are the founder. I mean, yeah. it's me, sort okay. I remember I was how showing you, how that. How did Sultan come So up? I was showing an investor uh, uh, the message I sent to Sultan. I DM'd him because when, in 2019, when Jack Dorsey came, you know, he came to our office, mm -hmm. so he was the one. So 
I invited Sultan then through one of other uh, founder in the ecosystem. And I just realized, so I was speaking with someone, someone said, oh, talk to Sultan. He does the, I just DM Sultan, send me your number. I spoke to him on phone, he said, Baba, Ami. So that was how we locked it down. Three of us created a group, created a WhatsApp group, start talking to some people, and boom, 200. Before you know, we raised over 300, locked mm -hmm. it all down, no website. Then I realized, okay, I think I can officially <laughs> say. <laughs> so, and so that, that was it. And the problem we wanted to solve was simple. We faced a lot of challenge, because I moved to Ife. Even mm. to, there was a time I moved to Ife, and yesterday I tweeted something, and which was the challenge we faced with OAU. Because yeah. we wanted to launch it in partnership with OAU. Yeah. And we, we, the politics kicked in, and they started ghosting us. And started saying, they too, they have a student somewhere that's trying to do an idea like this. They, they started saying, we are trying to do an And someone told me, like, these people, it won't work. Yeah. I was so angry. Then we stay outside OAU for a while, and I just realized, nah, we have to move on. Yeah. And that was how we moved on. But now I am happy, like, what we're launching, that's exact. So we now take it to be alternative school, and we're launching it with a private university. So, so. what's um, alternative school, and, what does, and what's talent cure? What are the distinctives? So, our goal is simple. We focus on talent, mm -hmm. and that's why our name is talent, not death cure. So, mm -hmm. our goal is, so the, by the way, QL is query language. Oh, okay. So, talent QL is like an engine. Anything you think of talent, that Can is. query here. You understand? That is what it is. So, what talent QL does is, when we, by the way, when we got into Techstars, you know, when you, uh, I, I always encourage founders, if it's your opportunity to go to global stage, accelerator, okay. please take it. Because you get to see what you're doing mm -hmm. how it smells good or bad <laughs> and also they change your mindset yeah. from just focusing on africa to you can go beyond nigeria to africa mm. or you can go to global so what we are building at talent cure is we are building an engine that vets talent and people can have access to the talent mm. so right now i know backstage then you heard when i was talking to someone one of our clients yeah. that used that stuff is we reduce people's hiring time by 95 percent 95 percent so we reduce your hiring time which means within 24 hours you can get a talent mm. and getting engineering talent is tough because we vet these people you understand so now we're building our system is an ai system already we are opening it also from our private customer our private clients they're really good we just help you to get talent, vetted talent. Because whenever I try to recruit, right now we're trying to hire in like US or UK, you understand? And when you look at how many resumes you get, you, it's very difficult to raise, mm -hmm. to make decision. Mm -hmm. But we, we have a system that filter everything. All you need to receive is just three profiles. Mm. And you know like when you this do the this, these guys, what you're looking for, is going to be there that's what we build then also we have some clients that we help them manage their talent right. on the continent or everywhere even so let's just say on the <laughs> continent you understand and that's what talent cure does so talent cure is not just doing that we are a system that cater for everything talent needs. 
So it's not just engineering and no, yeah, engineers and yeah, we're scaling into others. Then also we're not just giving you job. Opportunity is just one. We go to payment, we go to education. So the education part of it. So when you say you go to payment, how what is that how does that work? So in the future, that's okay. future pipeline, which is pay people across Africa. Mm. So that's some of the thing, pay your talent. But for now, opportunity, which is one of it. Then the second one is education. And we have a program ongoing now called Pipeline. Pipeline, we are training just senior engineers in the market from three years upward to eight years experience. Mm. You're going through our program where we have senior engineers from Twitter, from Amazon, from Brazil that are training them. Mm. And it's a rigorous mentorship program. Mm. So that's one of the education. Then alternative school is now for everyone, which is because we realize like, when we testing some engineers, there are some things they lack, especially when it comes to data structure and algorithm. You understand? There's some element. There's different between software developers and engineer. You understand? And so there's some element you need to get, which is CS, computer science, some of those things. So now we are creating. We have a partner in the U.S. that we are working with their curriculum to make sure we now create. We're now creating throughout Africa. And that was one of the reasons. So our campus, we were going to have onboarding campus, one in Nigeria for West Africa and one in Rwanda for East Africa. Mm. And so that's what alternative school is going to be. The future of alternative school is, is a skilled market, blend with the normal thing. So you don't need to go and waste your time in school. Four years, you don't need to, but don't let us go there now. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, what, what are the unique challenges that you're facing in Talent QL that tech points could not have even prepared you for? Oh, we faced a lot. Uh, I mean, like, you know, bootstrapping a company and fund a VC funded company is another thing. Yeah. And when you're bootstrapping, you just, it's you, your client, your customer, your team. But now, fundraising. You know, when you're at the early stage, when you're doing your seed pre-seed, I mean, with your cred in the market, people want to join. Mm. When you're doing seed, other people need to say, hey, dude, what are you doing? How many people are doing it globally? But so that's one of the challenge. And even the challenge of an African fundraising for global market, building something that is going to be used in the global market is another thing that we will be discussing in the future, but not now. Uh, so that's another challenge. Then also, when you're entering another industry, it's different. One of my co-founders of PME, he, I mean, he co-founded Jobman, and he works out indeed. But there are some challenges we are facing that are different to everybody. Mm. So we are now leveraging our mentors from even Techstars to build some of these things out. So those were, those are some of the most interesting parts. But we have a lot of challenges. Then also there is a challenge that we mentioned that we'll talk about, which I know is something a lot of founders are facing. One of them is remorse. You know, when you're an early stage team. <laughs> I saw your team. Yeah, so when you're an early stage, you're an early stage team and you're focused on just remote, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. Because we, the team, we're building team. Our team are growing so fast. Like right now, I think we're like 16 to 17 in less than eight, eight months. And they're in four countries. So I think right now the fifth country is coming. So culture, how do you have a culture that is distributed? Yeah. I know you still can't have office in all these places, but at least where most of these people are, they need to see each other because 
they're not just working together. They need to buy into the vision. You know, when you, it's not just you're paying people. People need to say, what am I even building? Your engineering team, the front-end team are building something, back-end team are building something. Your product designer is building. They need to see the end, end goal. Like, is this thing, do I really believe in this thing? So those are some of the things. And the culture is what builds the company. And one thing I love about the, love about TechPoint is the culture we're able to build. Mm. And I know we are building it here. When the team came back, look, recently the team just came back for the first time and it was good. Amazing. You understand? It was amazing. Everybody was able to talk. You see, like, beyond just the screen that you talk to, you are able to see people. So, those are some of the challenges for startup. And also, we are. See, it's easier for you to be working together before and go remote. Mm. Well, but when it's the first time, it's very hard. Because as a founder as well, they need to spend time with you to understand, do you care about me? Can you go extra length for me? You understand when something happened? If not, people stay, uh, what's it called? They just defend themselves. They will just care for themselves first. So that's just thing I see. Those are the challenges I see. So, um, and what, what are the lessons that you've picked up from tech points that you're like, I'm glad that I did tech point because that has taught me on how to address the situation. So the first thing is the belief that I know I can do it. Mm, that's a strong so, one. <laughs> you know, when you're building a team, when you're starting at the beginning, it's when you're saying some things, I remember during the early days at TechPoint, I feel like, do I even believe in this thing? Mm. Am I just using my head? But now I know, like, no, I've please. done this before. If something is wrong, maybe it's not me. You understand? And maybe it's this that is wrong. That confidence is amazing. You understand? For founders, then you look at it like, oh, yeah, we can do this. And also, you know what not to do. You understand? You know what not to do. You know the culture. For example, it's as simple as not getting everybody to have a cake when they are doing bed. <laughs> you understand? It's very simple, but it's tough. Because when you're scaling like that, before you know, the cake will be disturbing everyone. And one day you made a mistake and forgot someone. And, and the person will be there. And also, how do you care about that? So those are things, those are lessons. When I'm there, here, I'm... I am more focused. I remember there was someone I had a challenge with, one of the person that we kind of got in the early days. And the reason I decided like, okay, this is the end for us was because I know like, this is not me. I've mm. done this in the past. Mm. When it come to this, I know it's not like I was wrong. Mm. You understand? And this is something I can't take. So I know what I could take. I know, I know what I, I can't take. take. So um, that's so. Those are some of the lessons. And also, the network is very good. When you mention your name anywhere, people know like, ah, they want to do business. So it's easier. We grew organically a lot. Mm. So this stage, it was a lot organic that we are doing, and we are just now trying to transition from even organic to now active marketing. Active marketing and some of those things, and that really helped. You understand, like, oh, how do you build? How do you trust in yourself? How do you trust in your team? That's amazing. Like, I think it's 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 very impressive to hear the wealth of experience and know that maybe you never even thought that you're going to do exactly this, yeah. but then in hindsight, you can see that all the work that you put in from when you started to from when you moved to Lagos, when you built Tech Point, 
has sort of accumulated into this experience and is yeah. making everything easier in one way or the other. One way or the other. It makes everything easier. Then also, you know, early stage founders, one of the things is you think everything will burn. Like, this is dead. Dead. Uh, we're going, we can't pass this month. Is going to die, but now I can go to sleep. <laughs> I, I know, like, this is the business. Yeah, you understand? Like, we are going to survive. We're going to see tomorrow. Don't yeah. worry. I mean, because for tech points, we are doing it for over six years. You understand? So you you look at it. Then also, so there's some group with some founders that I belong to, and when I'm talking of founders, uh, these are people that built a lot of things in Africa. And there was a conversation one day, which says about. A lot of people don't care much about their team. There are people that uh, pay them salary and stuff. So when I bet on my team, I know it pays me. So now I'm able to bet more on the team. So I know I'm not making a mistake by doing that. So those experience, like, okay, even if it looks like you're indulging people too much, you're taking care of them like siblings, and uh, you say, we have a family, we have a, we have a team. I can bet more on that because it works. I could sleep. I know my team at that point they're doing well. You understand? They're doing what they're doing. And I had nothing to do with the oppression. Yeah. Because and they maintain the Maintaining culture. It. So that's some of the things. And also and that's what I would tell a lot of founders to say, you won't die. You <laughs> Don't worry. The company it's is like a some, baby. There's some hard days. Yes. But really it is. You won't die. Because I have some founders that kind of work with me that kind of we talk a lot so we're like friends some people that i'm just like mentoring <laughs> yeah so they, they are mentoring i don't want to say mentor because we always share okay. each other but one thing i know when they are facing time some of them they say oh my god why am i drowning this thing is not going to work do i does it make sense i say see every one of us we are just the same even the word, you know, like some people you're looking this founder of one big company. Some of these people is experience over time. They feel like they are failure as well. So and they will, they were eventually to build out of that place. So those experience really good. It works for me. I was able to sleep well. And <laughs> now I'm raising, I'm raising a little baby. So and yeah, raising a startup. So yeah, usually have two babies. Exactly. So it really helps me. Yeah, since so right now, it's as if you're raising like two babies. Eh? Yeah, so, and it's a bit, you know, I sleep well at night. <laughs> and <laughs> so, when I remember when I was running Tech Point, then we, I made a lot of very tough decisions, which is so there was a time we were hosting an event and we needed over, then we needed like 30 million to just run the event. And I've used my team salary to deposit for location, landmark, everywhere. And <laughs> a week to the event, there was no <laughs> money coming in. And I was still in the meeting talking to sponsors that don't worry, we really don't need your money. <laughs> so some of those fear, then I couldn't sleep straight one week. Yeah. But everything worked. So there was a time one of my team member then was not hosting you because now every tech point event they have a host mm. so someone on the team she couldn't sleep she was running up and down she was just, was just laughing at her like chill everything <laughs> i've been and, there and i've done yeah. that and it's the same thing with founding now i just know like it's okay yeah you understand you're doing something that is new so you have to understand like it takes time before people understand it before a lot of things and i talk to a lot of founders i have friends that will come in like why did 
this thing doesn't make sense. What I'm doing doesn't make sense. I look like, it looks like I'm messing up. It looks like I'm not qualified to do it. Mm. And that's, if you don't feel like that, then you don't care about what you're building. Mm. You understand? Mm. You need to care like, yeah, I really care about what I'm doing. Am I going to meet this target? Am I going to meet this? And so my own experience from there, I just wake up now and like, we will be all right. So I think very big and I can say, oh, okay. We're going to US, we're going to do Canada, we're doing this and this, we're doing this. So I have more confidence. And I think that's one thing I can't trade for the world. But mm. I always tell my team, Talent QL is my last straw to entrepreneurship. Really? Yeah, so I want to invest next. I just uh, keep on uh, retired. I'll just retire just and be, become and an be investor. Angel. Trust me. And just be saying, why don't you meet your number? <laughs> <laughs> Energy, energy. <laughs> so I've tried, you understand? Yeah. And the next five years, six years when I retire, that will be over 10 to 15, 15 years, years of in entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. I mean, let me take a break. Let me be the father of my children and be husband to my wife. Uh, <laughs> that's so, amazing. That's yeah. amazing. What's, uh, what's one city that you haven't visited yet that you want to visit? One city? I honestly don't know. So for me, it used to be Paris. I've been there, I've been there and, and I love it. Wasn't uh, what's it called overrated at mm. all, so it was really good. So, and I just know everywhere is just a step at a time, just travel. So, I love to travel a lot. Well, now that I'm married, I had to rethink, yeah. <laughs> and, and COVID did a number on me as yeah. well because I couldn't travel. There was a time I had to be checking flight and be watching video people in flight and stuff, it was that bad. Oh my God. <laughs> and recently when I traveled, my wife knew I just needed to travel because I was itching just to travel. And the city, so I, I honestly don't know. I don't have any city that it's I like really explore. Yeah, I just want to explore. And also now is to make sure talent your footprint almost everywhere. Mm. That's my focus now, to make sure we are creating impact. We're not just building a local company or a pan-African company. We're mm. building a global company. The tool we are releasing, the platform we are releasing, someone in Germany will be able to use it for Germany. Mm. Yes, sir. Someone in US will be able to use it for US. We're not just trying to talk to people there. So that, and that's why I'm very excited about what we're building. And also we have alternative school supporting, creating the next workforce for Africa. And that's that's amazing. Time. That's amazing. And I think that's where we'll stop. It's just like really awesome. I think two things that I've learned from you today is knowing that the things that you do, like, and, and I say a lot that things make sense in hindsight, right? Yeah. You might just be doing it today and then next thing you know, a step happens and you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I have all of this because now they're transferable here. And then you said something like relationships are super important. So like as much as you can connect, explore, because maybe it's five years down the line, you now realize that, ah, that connect, exactly. it's now that's handy. So exactly. build those relationships. It's and of simple. course, if you believe in yourself, you said that you know now that the reason why you, are, you can sleep at night is because you know that I believe in myself and this idea and it will work. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's very awesome. And that's very, very transferable. So and even if it doesn't work, like. That's okay, right? <laughs> you can't kill ourselves. <laughs> that's very amazing. That's it, guys. Like, just like build your relationship, give. Whatever you're doing right now, give yourself to it because like in five years or in three years and your next company, it will just come in handy as a transferable skill. Thank you so much, Ed. It was amazing to speak you're to you. You're doing an today. amazing job. I Aww. told you. Remember when I tweeted to you the idea? Yeah, you sent me a message. Job. Don't worry. Thank you so You'll much. You'll see what it is later. 
Yeah. And you're doing an amazing job. Thank you so much. It means means a lot to me. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast to the end. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope that you have been inspired or motivated to get better in your careers, in your businesses, in your life. I hope this, you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure you subscribe to the videos on my YouTube channel at PCTME or just search for Founders Connect and you'll find the playlist and then subscribe to the channel. Also, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a rating also so more people can find it and also talk about the episode that you listen to. Hashtag Founders Connect across social media. Hey, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.